On this week's Breakdown Edition, we have a twofer. Episode 1, we look at Blake Moynes finally getting his one-on-one. Bennett is back, and we have the men's tell-all. All that and more on Episode 1 of this week's Breakdown. All right, and we're back on a jam-packed, jam-packed episode, breaking down not only one, but two episodes. Josh, how are we feeling tonight? Exhausted would be the, the easy easy phrase. But, but work, work never stops, bro. Work, Hey, work never stops. The this grind is, never stops. This is fun, though. This is fun. This is fun work. I would rather be doing this than my day job. So, so see, it's a privilege. It's an honor that we get to bring to privilege. you this recap. Of course, I just forgot to introduce ourselves. My name is Nick Borden. And I'm Josh Robinson. This is a breakdown edition of the Young Podcast. We're in it again. It's uh, it's getting down to the wire. Yeah. Um, starting out with uh, five guys left, but there's an asterisk. No, there's still like, more. There's still more guys left. There's still there, more. There's, there's eight left. We're about to get. There's eight. There there was eight left. Getting down to four for hometowns. Okay. Oh yeah. Possibly yeah. nine. Eight. N- eight asterisk because Bennett, as we saw at the end of last episode, who was supposed to be gone, still here. Uh, only people that know are Tasha. Um, and Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison, and the producers. Yeah, which so, is, ends up being a lot of people. It was a, but a ton of people, but just not the guys that that would probably n- want to know the most. Exactly. But let's so, start out with night one, Josh. We start out. We've got Blake Moyes. Can we even say night one? Let's just say day one. Day one. You'll see why later. <laughs> D- day one. I hate to see it, man. They're all lounging out, and uh, actually, no, no, no. We got to start. Chris, Chris Harrison oh, yeah. is back. W- totally forgot that he was totally gone. forgot that he was John just JoJo like when, with JoJo her presence being there we just forgot you know the great Chris Harrison and just wasn't exactly. with us for a while exactly once all this is done we need to do a a bonus episode where we just go go watch all the clips from JoJo and do a like a, a little miniature fifteen minute JoJo episode <laughs> I, I wish she was great you know more about her than I do I wish we could have had more JoJo time that's for sure. But you know, it's it makes you savor the moments that you get with people. It so. does. It does. Anyways, so you know, Chris visits Tasha. They chop it up for a little while. He he gives a spiel about taking his son to to college. He you know he boohooed a little bit when his son gave him a hug and said goodbye. And uh, Harrison's a softie, man. He's you, a softie. you love to see it. You love to see it. And then they talk about the 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 remaining guys and how she's feeling. So yeah, and how she's feeling is she's got a one on one date. Blake Moines, who Blake Moines, for some reason is still here. Who finally gets a one-on-one in this whole crazy journey. It feels like he should have he would have had a one-on-one with Claire, but nah, she only had one. She it was just Dale, you know, just Dale the whole whole season with her. Now leading into this date, it begs the question, is is late better than never? I don't know, Josh. But we I, find out. I think we do know, but, but <laughs> moving on forward. Um, uh, not trying to like just, you know, break everything. Just, you know, yeah, I got you. Like, we got it. We got it. People, we're trying to make it as if y'all are watching it chronologically with us. Right. So, anyway, so we start out and they're walking. It's like they opened up the gate and let them walk around the side of like, the mountain a little right, bit. It's like, right. it, it's almost like they almost got to break uh, they got to quarantine for a little bit, man. You, it almost makes you think, are they going to just like run away just so they can get out of this place well, for a little while? Run! You know, it's like run, forest, run. That's what that... It, it definitely crossed their minds. It oh, definitely it would crossed, have crossed minds. mine. But anyways, so they're walking, and, th- and this lady, you know, with nice long blonde uh, braids um, says, Seekers. And that's how she started out, by addressing them as Seekers. 
and I've I've heard some people address like individuals in some strange ways. Seekers far and away the the weirdest. It felt like like Avengers uh, Infinity War and Endgame whenever uh, Red Skull had like the yes. uh, you know what I'm saying yes. And it was like what what do you call it, it was like uh, some stone. What was was it? it the the mind stone? Well, yeah, but like, what was it? What did what did he call them? Um, I don't even remember. I can't remember. But like, that's Irrelevant. that's the, yeah, that's yeah. the feel it had to it, you know. You know what? That is a very apt description of of the the vibe of this. <laughs> very out of left field, and very much like I guess I just have to go with this. Yeah. So anyway, so they start doing stuff. I just, I don't know what they did. Some. Some stuff and like he, they give Blake Moynes like a, a little hammer? a hammer to crack open a rock, and so she's like, "All right, so as long as each person has a piece of the rock, you'll always be connected." And I'm like, "So are they supposed to carry around this like this rock for this forever? Rock for I was forever? Like, what if this doesn't work out? Yeah, like now you have grown a sentimental attachment to yeah. this rock for no reason. I would feel bad getting rid of this rock now. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would still probably get rid of it, but you feel a little bad. Yeah." And so then, like, they're supposed to pick a crystal, and Tasha picks this blue crystal, which apparently means communication, and that she's supposed to voice her desires with Blake. Which, going into this, I'm like, does she have any desires with Blake? I don't think so. Do you think that regardless of what color crystal she picked up, it was going to be for communication? Oh, they had a freaking a script for this. Like, it, it didn't matter which one. You're right, absolutely. This this woman is a first, like, semester, uh, uh, whatever, chakra reiki chick and they're like we just need you to act convincing we here's what you're gonna say here's what you're how gonna long do. does she have to quarantine for this i think i bet she just like slept in a a, a tp tent on <laughs> out just outside <laughs> of the, she's the walls been quarantining for like 10 months she's been like, quarantining. For, no, for 10 years uh, i was about to say like, like, more like 10 years <laughs> like they just found her they're like yeah. hey what are you doing this afternoon she was like i do not i do not uh deal with time and they're like yeah perfect and the crazy thing is, like, just the turns and the way this lady just said things. So then she's like, all right, now it's time for y'all to disrobe. Exactly. And Blake, obviously, is like, what? Come on. Blake just has this strip in every date he's been in. Literally. I forgot. He has not been on that many dates. No. Literally every date he's been on, he's had to, to either be naked yeah. or be around naked it's, people. I was about to say, except for two weeks ago, when he could have, but Ben beat him to it. They they're gonna yeah. scar. Anytime he watches The Bachelor or The Bachelorette for the rest of his life, he's gonna just think of nudity for some reason. Like, well, like, Ugh. and that's the crazy thing about like this season. There's been more. There's been more nudity than freaking Paradise. And there's a lot of nudity there. So wild, just crazy. But anyway, so then she starts. I don't even know what this lady's doing. She's like dangling like she's a, got like uh, a, a pyramid looking uh, thing, and she's she like dangling over Tasha. It's, it's just she's weird. like, yeah, it made me feel like she was like trying to hypnotize her. Yeah, and Blake's just staring her. They're both laying down like uh, like a foot apart. They're holding hands. He yeah. Blake is just staring her yeah. down like a real creep. So, <laughs> I'm just hey, I mean, yo, you're I'm shooting it honest. straight, man. I'm shooting it straight. But anyways, this, this whole thing was the man walk in. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad we have this date. Uh, I just want to show Tasha how serious of a person I am." And I'm like, "Bro, this is the least. this is not the this date is for the least. like." But see, Josh, can you imagine like it, Chief. if I was on this date? There's no way because you know, being the 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 God fearing man, young man that I am, I couldn't take none like, of this like, little spiritual crystals crap seriously. You'd be like, "Where's this in the, like, in the re- word? Where's I'm this in the good book?" I rebuke this in the name of Jesus. Uh uh-uh. uh be get like, behind me, Satan. Be like, Tasha, how about we how about we we go over to the pool and you know I'll wash your feet. 
that's, <laughs> that, that's as close that to been. that's as close to like vibey as I, I'm gonna uh, get. But so anyways, that, and they have to do this like thing yoga. Called, oh yeah, it's called yib yab, where like yib-yab. basically like the girl mounts the guy, um, and like the, <laughs> their hearts are like aligned. So <laughs> Nick, don't ever say mounts a man. Ever to me, ever again. That's what happened, though. Mo- you're not wrong. I, I'm not that's, wrong. Like, that's this, what happened. That's just what happened. And basically, they have to stare at each other's eyes, which the fact that Blake kept his eyes up is a miracle. Wild. 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 But they just, like, as Tasha was just looking in there, she just, like, she just told, like, stone cold, like, there's nothing there. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was like there was no vibe, no connection at all. Not a thing. And so they go, and because you know how like couches just be popping up just out of nowhere, mm-hmm. like on bachelor sets. They're they're sitting there and they're talking, and you know Blake is ready for uh, hometowns. You know he he's all in, but Tasha's just not feeling it with them, and you can tell she's really trying to like break up with him, but it's kind of a struggle at first. And he's just not reading the cues. Which, granted, in this this is his first one on one, so you got to be strong. You got to almost you have to ignore these cues because you're gonna be thinking it the whole time you're like she probably doesn't like me yeah on the count of this is the first time we've had one-on-one time for real for real yeah so but she finally breaks it down for him and it is like hey this it's just like you you're a great guy you got a lot of great attributes but it's just not it's just not working she's just like it's we're just not gonna get there in time yeah which is the nicest way to say like i just don't like you as much as the rest of the i'm just not that into you so, so, so yeah, so then, like, you know, she sends him home, and Portation just starts, like, sobbing uncontrollably, which I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I don't actually think she's trying this hard over Blake Moines. I think just the fact of all these people that she's had to send home in the, just the last week of her doing this. It's emotionally draining, having to yeah. be like, this guy, A, like, came here for another woman, stuck around for me, obviously has fallen for me yeah you know has bent backwards to just try to try and make me happy and see you know make this the best experience that i can and now you have to send him home yeah but i mean like i also learned from this Tasha is an attractive crier she's just attractive in anything she does she's a very attractive young lady very attractive so god god did good with her he god does he, good he did great with her he took his time with her amen he and amen we're not mad about it um so moving on there's a knock at the door where the gentlemen are just casually just sitting on the couches and they open it up and instead of it being my guy trent taking away the luggage it's Tasha, and they're like oh and obviously she is still like in tears yes and it's it's not what you want Mm -hmm. when you're the guys and Tasha just pulls up you know she's not in the best of shape so you gotta yeah you gotta play damage control yeah and so that's where we're at now so Tasha has came back in, and the guys are obviously just like freaking out, right? As they so. sh- as they should be, because it's never a good thing when they're in like leisure wear, like the the lead is, and yeah. then they just walk in. It's it's the thing that you always want to happen, but when it does happen, you're like, this is not this is, is not a good thing. Because obviously, in your mind, you're picturing you're like, man, yeah, I just want them to come and just chill, just have a good time, you exactly. know, w- without thinking about all the having to be all dressed up and the. Glamour All the pomp and the circumstance. Yeah. like, I just want, you know, to just chill with her. Yeah. And then, you know, she walks in here like, I, no, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. Not right now. So she's obvious, you know, or she's honest with what happened with Blake, you know, just saying it just really wasn't there and how, you know, she's struggling. You know, all the guys are used sitting there, you know, they're trying to comfort her. They each one, you know, like pat her on the back for a second and this and they're each trying to make it's, their moment. Like Noah grabbed her a tissue, you know. 
try hard. That was that <laughs> that was very much the most um like you obviously want a moment to comfort her, but she like that's not the moment to to give her a pat on the back or, you know, wrap her up in a hug no. or whatever. It's like so you just kind of have to be super awkward and just let her let her sit there. Yeah. And just cry. And I guess the best you could do was get her a, a, a tissue or whatever, so but yeah, but here's where it gets like really trippy. And she gets, she says, Riley, can we go talk? And I'm like, what the freak? Like, because I have two things going through my mind. I'm like, is she going to grab each guy and have like a little five, ten minutes just to spend with them? Or like, what's happening? And so, and obviously all the guys are probably wondering that too, because they're like, right. there's, no, there's no way anything's going to happen to Riley right now. Exactly. So they go outside and they start talking. And she starts opening up like her little conversation, and I'm like, "Oh Lord, is she freaking about to break up with this guy?" It becomes very evident very quickly what is about to happen. Yeah, and so you know she's talking, and she she brings up the fact like you know with hometowns coming in, and you know how she's so appreciative with how much he's opened up, especially in the last couple episodes. But she doesn't know if you know she can get there, and it's just really not fair to him. And he he kind of does, and he gets in that little defense mode, which. It's super quick, and you can't blame the guy. I like, see. I can relate to that. I feel like that's how I am in situations. I feel like yeah. that's, that's how I would be. And it was like I noticed that it was like the second she was talking about how he was like super open and super, you know, um, just I guess open would be the best way to put it. Just super open for her to her, and you know, letting his guard down and everything. And the second he caught wind of, which wasn't immediately. No, it was after like a sentence or two of her just like telling him how great of a guy he is. He was like, I can see the writing on the wall. And immediately you saw all of his natural guards just go up and everything. And well, you're just well, you like, got to think like it's taking them this long to get these walls broken down because of obvious trust issues. Like we've heard the last couple weeks. Yeah. Everything that's gone on with his family. So he's very cautious as he should be. I cannot blame the guy for doing yeah. it. It's I mean, it's you got to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely something that he has learned over the years. Um, you know, number one is Riley and he's got to protect Riley. So. You can't blame the guy. I think after talking for a little while, he backed off just a little bit, um, but realized that all his questions no, were fair though. Like they very, were very like, fair. They're fair, but it's it's the show. He was asking like why, like what's missing, and and why like, why did you keep me around this long? Yeah, and it's like that's the show. Like if she got rid of every guy that she didn't see she was i mean it's gonna get down to two guys two or three guys and two of them if not all three are going home so it's like she kept you around because she wanted you in like she wanted you around that long to just to make sure that it wasn't gonna work yeah i hated this line he said man he was like you know i take time and unfortunately i'm out of time that was rough that was bro freaking and so here's my question you know obviously she really starts sobbing uncontrollably which as a man that really doesn't cry i can't imagine having full-out just sob sessions for like within like three or four hours of each other like that's that'll be emotionally just draining and exhausting i mean it's like she lets blake go and she's wearing one completely different outfit and she is Balling, yeah. and then she walks up to the door in a completely different outfit, still almost to that same level of, of crying. So yeah. it's, I think it's rough. I just wonder, like, do you think this was a, a rash decision in the moment to where, like, and here's why. Here's why I frame this up. A few years ago, Nick Viall, who was the Bachelor, he he kind of had a same instance where he um there was like a two on one, 
and he sends and it, it's not like the two girls had any drama between each other it was just this girl Whitney and this girl Danielle and he sends Whitney home and there's like all right that means Danielle's gonna get the rose so they enjoy the night portion and then he just like kind of just out of nowhere freaks out and just gets and his own hand and just sends her home and so he starts sending home, girls home left and right and you can tell where it's just like you know you're at that point now where you you have a couple that you really like yeah but you're just you start kind of just get in your head in that moment. And so that's why I wonder, I'm like, instead of just giving him, like, why didn't, why not do that to, like, Noah, for instance? Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you're like, hey, Noah, like, I know it's not you. I'm just going to go ahead and, you know. I mean, it's obviously not because she enjoys sending them home. That's, yeah. I mean, it's. That's, that's apparent. It, yeah. It, it, it kind of, it strikes me. And, you. I mean, again, you've watched the show way more than me. So at this point in time, it's like, it's more akin to, like, Again, our favorite analogy being a baseball manager, and <laughs> and um, she's like having to cut people and send them down and 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 send them away. It's like you almost wish that she would just make it quick. You know, yeah. hey, you've been a great guy, but I just don't see us continuing any further. And then you know, yeah. obviously, it's really abrupt and it's yeah. like ripping off a manager. And they like, may have one or two questions yeah. in the moment, but it's it's way easier than beating around the bush and it's like would you rather get one bullet to the head or three in the chest and you know bleed out over three hours it's like well that but the thing is that Blake Moyne's conversation wasn't like go wrench and we all knew it was coming eventually oh, yeah. but like that Riley one which was unexpected that one that that is the only reason that it may that I may lean on what you're saying is and that it's a little rash it's because it was not as clean cut as Blake, which I, yeah. I think it's very evident that her and Blake didn't really have any chemistry. Now, now she's really getting to the guys that she did have chemistry with. I mean, I think every guy that's left, you can go back at a one on one or you know a group date or whatever where they had a, uh, I guess what you could consider a defining moment where yeah. they obviously you're like, I could see them together. And when you think about it, like that group date where Riley just completely opened up was only a night one night before that at that point so he he's coming off you know he's feeling good fresh and so that's that's tough man so it's rough there you go we've got another one gone riley so all the guys are sitting at the here at this point josh they're getting ready we're ready for the cocktail party and instead of taste coming out first off my guy bennett in a purple suit comes out like just grinning from ear to ear just like what's up boys it reminded me of the joker so much yeah it was like, ha, ha, man, you look like you're seeing a ghost. And everyone was like, they, everyone handled it in stride, but everyone was really, really. Bro, Noah was they, laughing. They were not having he it. He was like, you've They are like, this has been that. This is not happening. Zach was like, good to see you, man, but like, why are you here? Yeah. It, um, it was not, not hostile, but yeah. it was not very welcoming. Sad enough, like, apparently he said that Tasha had left him a note inviting him to the rose ceremony. Which I'm sad we didn't get to see his reaction to that, you know? Yeah, I know. At Chateau La Bennett. La, you... La Bennett, which was probably like the the linen closet or something because it oh, was so last minute. No, I'm sure. Well, obviously, he was probably still staying at La Quinta, just a different part. Oh, before absolutely. Before they shipped him off. So he was probably staying in a nice part. I know. But then the man himself, Chris Harrison, walks in. Right. And you're like, oh, man, this ain't good. And so he's like, what's up, boys? You know, it's been a minute, but uh, I know I'm not the guy you see, you want to see, but... uh. I'm I'm the guy you get. I'm the guy you get. Tasha's made up her mind, so we're just gonna go straight to the rose ceremony. Here's and so we go to the rose ceremony, and the whole uh, uh, with Bennett being here, it throw it puts me in for a wrench because 
we've been saying for about three weeks who we think the top four is going to be. Right, and they're we, all still here. And, and we, we kept saying Ivan, uh, Ben, Zach, and Brendan. We're like, right. that's going to be the top four. But she with, had very strong connections her, with all of them. Yeah, but with her bringing back Bennett, uh, like, there's no way she's going to make him go through a rose ceremony right. and humiliate the guy. Right. So, yeah, so anyway, so she comes out and she goes – in order, because at this point Ben Ben already has a rose, right? So, so he's, she goes, he's, un, he's unlocked. Yeah. So she goes Zach, okay. and she goes Ivan, right? Then we have the three left, and she goes Brendan. Jaw drop, not really jaw dropping, but because here's the thing: we've been saying that for a while that we know who this is. Yeah. But the fact that she made freaking Bennett just like sit through a rose ceremony, yeah, it's a ha, ah, it's tough, man. You had the guy hang out for a full another day. And then bring him in. And, and didn't even, like, walk him out either. Didn't just even like, walk him out. Just kind of made a fool of himself yeah. having to, like, stay. I mean, that night she should have just been like, you know, I just don't. It's not like that. Yeah. So She should have just, like, went back to his hotel or whatever and just told him, just been honest, you know? But this is more memorable, so there's that. It's better TV. Way better TV. So, so. that's where we're at. That's our top four. And... Uh, we thought we were going to just get to go to see hometowns, but no, nah, it's time for men tell all. Men tell all, which like the tell alls are always interesting because especially like with the girls and the guys, you see them like almost making their pitches for paradise. Right, like, trying to, it's like their last ditch effort to make sure that it's, they're memorable enough. They're on the campaign trail, right and now. apparently, like they film these for like eight or nine hours. You didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they filmed these for like eight or nine hours, and they cut it into apparently uh, what ends up only being an hour. Normally, it's two hours, but. So I wonder, with there being no audience, how long they actually filmed this True. for. Which, I want, and I wonder how much of that eight hours is reshooting stuff and getting... I mean, this is just... I used to do a little bit of film. You yeah. Know, cinematography. Uh, so there's got to be some amount of, like, getting people's reactions from, from different angles. But it's got to be at least six hours of, of talking. you got to throw in a couple breaks in there yeah. or whatnot, but... At least five and a half, six hours of, of just having it out, which has got to be exhausting. Oh, it's got to be so tiring. So, yeah, that's where we're at. We're at the Mentel All. So, we come back, and we've got the Mentel All. And unlike any other Mentel All, we only got an hour of it, as as we should have with this season, just because, like, they, they, they lost over Claire completely, Josh. Like, it was... History books will, will be written with Claire out of it. Claire, Claire will be removed from all sort of. This will be Tasha's season. Yes, there will be no hyphen. There will be no slash. No It'll asterisk. Be no asterisk. It'll just be Tasha, and it's going to be like weird because there's not really going to be. There's, there's only you're only going to see four guys get out of the the car. Anybody? Like, Who's this person that they're talking about? And they're going to edit it and in, in in the history books in a hundred years, you're going to be like, oh, there was one bachelorette that season in 2020, and it was Tasha. I think the fact is that they were scared. They were like, yeah, so, you know, so what did y'all think of Claire? They'd be like, oh, we hated her. She was the worst. She was so mean to me. They didn't want to talk to me, man, you know, degraded me. Like, what else, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what else could they say about Claire? That's, I know, I'm dead serious. They might have, like, just, like we mentioned a couple minutes ago, obviously they filmed this for a while, but that's pro- they probably did at some point bring her up. They're just like, we cannot to. air this. The 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 nicest thing they could have done has been incredibly neutral about her, and that is far and away the nicest thing that they could have done, and they didn't. I mean, my guy Jason, who literally left two days after Tasty became the Bachelorette because of how much damage Claire had done to the guy, like he was sitting there, and he really the only part he got, which we'll talk about in just a second, is the Yosef part is the only part yeah. he got even 
and he's screen time on. So I think that just proves they're like there's nothing positive probably said about Claire because there's honestly with this group of guys there there wasn't much to say, you know? None. None yeah. at all. I mean like what did they say? Yeah, you know, I thought she was pretty, which she she hates to hear by the way. Apparently. Yeah. God forbid. God forbid. Like she you know the, yeah, we thought she was pretty, but you know, she um she didn't like give me the time of day. You she, know? She was mad that the only thing I knew about her was the fact that she was pretty. Yeah. Which when do no. I ever happen to the ja- that guy? So I think his name he uh, there was Brandon. He because there's a Brendan and there's a Brandon. Brandon was that. his name. Yeah. Wonder what happened to him. I don't know. We'll probably never hear or think about that guy we'll ever never again. Never hear or think about that guy again. But sad for it too, you know. Yeah. That, that, he was he, he seemed like a chill guy. But, Absolutely. You know? But anyway, so then you know they uh they bring up just the past drama. It right. all it basically just broke down to Bennett versus Noah agreeing to disagree that you know. It it was just an extension of their little meeting before uh, the their little two on one with with Tasha. It was just an extension of that, and you thought maybe because none of them ended up with her, they would be able to find some resolve. And quite the opposite was was true. They just alienated each other more and more and more. Uh, Noah sounded like he he read as many words from a dictionary before this as he possibly could. <laughs> he was just spitting out. He, he was trying to get on Bennett's level, bro. And B- Bennett was just like, whatever. He was harboring bad feelings towards Bennett. He was. He was. And I'm not saying Bennett had zero. Um, he had Bennett had nothing to do with, you know, how Noah felt about him. But Noah did romanticize Bennett's um, uh thoughts and feelings towards Noah. I think yeah, I think he gave he gave himself way too much credit just because yeah. like Bennett like it wasn't until Noah started causing drama as Bennett said that he started having a dislike for him, you right. know. Just trying to make the attention, you know, all all at himself, you know. So I mean I get it. Um yeah, there was there just this tell all there wasn't you, we didn't learn anything. Which is sad because normally tell all is gonna be pretty funny. You just um, confirmed everything. Yes. So. That's all this night did. Well, then something I didn't think they would do. Going back to Claire's uh, portion of the season, they bring out Yosef and just Oof. asked him. They asked him, you know, just if he has any regrets or whatever. And the whole and I'm telling you, as I'm watching this, I'm like, you know what? If he like you, if the there's not much of a play here. There's not much of a player. He just has to double down. And he did. And he did. He came in hot. They were like, you know, do you have any? Do you have any regrets? Do you, you know? Do you want to apologize for anything? And he was like, "No, no." He's like, I, "I would do it." And then everyone is just like flabbergasted. You, it is. It's like a uh, um, uh, a romantic painting from from ancient Greece where just all the people are in anguish and they're just like, "What is going?" You know, you know the kind of paintings oh, yeah. where it's just like everyone is like in disbelief and just all the different faces. Um, and then Chris Harrison, bro of all bros, like is like, "All right." I'm going to try and help you help yourself. I'm going to th- throw you a bone. This is an awful look, and America hates you right now, <laughs> is basically what he said without saying that. He's like, "Do you, are, are you sure, like, would you want someone to treat your daughter the way that you treated Claire? And he, he pauses, he thought about it pauses for, a for a half a second and goes, if my daughter acted like that, 
I would absolutely want someone, <laughs> and everyone was just, and everyone, everyone like held their breath for a second, and then they went right back to like this guy, idiot. bro, this freaking guy. Oh my gosh, no. it was. It I'll was say rough. this though, like, and we can go back to the to the tapes. Obviously, this is a podcast, so you can do that. I'm pretty sure what I'm about to say, I said the first time this aired, like, the thing that happened with this is they have the exact same personality and energy Yosef and Claire does. Like they, they, yes. they really do. They and think so, way too much of themselves. Exactly. And so, and way too little of everyone else. Yes. But anyways, so where I'm going with this is that, like flip the roles, Claire would do the same thing to Yosef. Had the exact same reaction, just in a different role. And if Claire does this, as if Yosef is the bachelor, uh, or is the bachelor, Lord forbid, and he... The same thing happened, and Claire told him off like that. America would be so for Claire. They would be. But Yosa doesn't, and they hate him. Which, as the number one just feminist podcast there's ever been, ever will be, Joshua. Absolutely. We, um, I cannot stand for this. I can't stand for I, that. Equality, man, across the board. Just men and women, you're equal. Children, I, you, all I equal. Treat you, we treat you equal. We treat you yeah. as equals, and I just don't think that's what... They they want even though that's what they say. So I just think you know, granted, that, would I talk to a woman like that? No, no, because I just don't talk we're, to people like that. Raised way better than that, but you know, just just because we're from Alabama doesn't mean we should. He doesn't have an Alabama accent. You 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 got to know he's from somewhere else. And he's from somewhere. He's just residing. He's in, just residing. He's probably from like the the Panhandle of Florida. Yeah. So so anyways, yeah. I just thought you know just them reliving that whole thing. I'm just like. You go back and you, you rewatch it because you kind of forget about it because of everything that's happened. Thankfully. Thankfully. And then um, it's just like they've got the same energy, and I, I stand by that statement. I, I feel like I remember you saying that. So there you go. I stand by it. And, yeah, so that, so, that was yeah. that, that was literally like the tell-all. There was just nothing interesting about it. It seemed like there was a lot of division before because they also had, just a little bit before they talked about uh, Bennett and Noah, they had Ed and was it? Who who was it? It was he beefed, Ed. He beefed with Chasen. He beefed with Chasen, and they were kind of going back. Demar was talking to him. Just Chasen was not there. Chasen was not invited. Oh yeah, yeah. They so all DeMar, they all they all knew why Chasen was on that show. Is get them yeah. Instagram follows. Demar went to bat for him. You know, I'm sure he just drew the short straw behind the stage, uh, behind the curtain. So, uh, bro, but I tell you, Ed had one of the greatest lines. He said, "I have th- there's three F's to describe." Oh yes. Chasen. He's a fraud. He is a, f- uh, what does he say? Was he, is like, no. he's a fraud, he's a fake, and he's a phony. Yeah, and, and I know, and he said, I know phony is spelled with P-H, but he's such an idiot, he doesn't even know that. A lot of, a lot of spelling disses this season with the, uh, the phony and the, uh, how do you spell privilege? Yeah. From Noah. What a line, so. though, man. What a line. I'm going to really remember that. So. So, that was a tell, not much going on with that. Nope. So, now we move on to night two, which is our hometown visits which really isn't hometowns it's just the families coming to visit them right but that's where we're at now <laughs> 